Welcome to Res Talk, your source for the latest news, opinions, and training from top building performance, rating, and auditing experts. Here's your host, committed building science enthusiast and registered professional engineer, Bill Spohn. Welcome back to another episode of the Res Talk Podcast. It's our goal at the Res Talk Podcast to communicate late-breaking news and thoughtful insights into the broad array of topics in the rapidly expanding world of residential energy ratings to the broad array of stakeholders in the ResNet ecosystem. So whether you're a housing consumer, rater, builder, realtor, appraiser, you want to hear more about the evolving trends in home energy ratings. Many of us reflect on the beauty and awe of nature. The images of clear skies and clean water are quite powerful. How do these powerful images put a builder on a mission to make a difference, one tree at a time? Michael Zyman joins us today in the podcast to describe the thoughtful research and personal reflection that drove him to create the One Tree Pledge. The One Tree Pledge is an easy way for anyone, a builder, raider, homeowner, etc., to make a low-cost contribution to offset carbon in the atmosphere using the most natural methods, planting a tree. You want to learn more about this at onetreepledge.org forward slash ResNet, and at that link, you'll see how ResNet will engage with this project by launching a campaign with the goal of planting 300,000 trees to combat climate change by the end of 2023. Now, the site includes a carbon math calculation where Michael actually shares with us the total carbon versus potential offset with trees. So listen in as Michael Zyman of Zyman Development gives us an overview of how he started this project, the One Tree Pledge. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thanks for asking. You are representing today, you'll be talking about something called the One Tree Pledge. But before we delve into that, tell us a little bit about Michael and your background. What do you do? Sure. So I am a home builder based in New Jersey on Long Beach Island, and I build beach houses for families to really enjoy the natural landscape, the island. I grew up coming down to Long Beach Island as a kid. That's how I wound up here and really fell in love with the island, the beaches, and now I've made it my career to continue to bring families down and enjoy the landscape as I enjoyed it with my parents. Interesting. I already start to hear this aspect of nature in your description of what you're doing and where you spend your time. So let's pivot to the One Tree Pledge. What is this about and when did it start? It's been an interesting year for all of us with the pandemic. And when things started to shut down initially, it gave me a little bit of time to pause and think while I was working from home. And I was initially drawn with lots of images that I saw floating around the internet. Some of the images were the Himalayan mountains being viewed from many, many miles away, sites that haven't been seen in years. Other images were of the canals in Venice that were notoriously known as the most polluted waters, showing signs of fish coming back. And I was really taken back by how, when there's a lack of human activity, how nature is able to flourish. And then I started to think about how us humans and people do so much damage to our natural environment without even realizing it. So being a builder and building these beautiful new homes for people to enjoy nature, I really started to look at my business and the effects on the environment. And loving nature, loving beaches, the oceans, I wanted to align my personal interests with being a good steward for the environment with my business interests with also being a good steward for the environment. And that led me on a fact-finding research mission, looking at the results of my activities and how I could, again, further be a good steward to the environment. 
So I wanted to figure out how to build sustainably without any pollution, any greenhouse gases, and really getting down to net zero, which is a phrase that a lot of people talk about. So in doing that, I started to research lots of different ways offsetting my carbon. I also looked at ways of reducing our carbon emissions. And by reducing carbon emissions, that's what we're doing. We're just continuously reducing them. So to get to net zero, we had to look at different ways of how to help to negate the reduced emissions that we're putting out there. So I looked and talked to various companies in the carbon capture space, which is an excellent technology that's on the brink of becoming a little bit more mainstream. But then I realized that nature really does have the cure. We all learned back in grade school that trees naturally breathe in carbon dioxide for photosynthesis and expel clean oxygen. And while it was in the back of my mind, it was really like an aha moment when I started to do further research and see how nature really is able to thrive when left alone. And if we help to enhance it by planting trees, there really are great outcomes that come from that. So I started to look into various tree planting organizations, and I realized that there was a lot more that go into planting trees. While it's a great idea, there's a lot of expertise in the horticulture industry that identifies what species thrives in different environments, as well as how to benefit the animal habitats to have exponential effects. So me being a home builder, I'm very knowledgeable about construction and materials and not so much about trees. So after speaking with various organizations, I really hit it off with an organization called American Forests. And this is the oldest conservation organization in the country. They've been around since I think it was 1875, specifically planting trees and helping to reforest areas on federally protected lands. As I said, they've been doing this for almost 150 years now. And there's a lot of trial error and scientific research that goes into these plantings. And their knowledge seemed just to be a great fit for what I'm trying to do, which is to help to negate the carbon emission offsets that we're producing and also help to reforest areas in our country domestically, but doing it in a way where the trees have the best chance of survival on federally protected lands and also provide a lot of benefits to animals, runoff water, oceans, and the environment and planet as a whole. So how does this process work or who are you looking to engage here? Who would be the person? Everyone. So it started out that, as I mentioned, I was doing this for my own benefit and trying to help negate my own carbon emissions. And speaking to lots of customers, I realized that people want to do good for the environment. They just don't know how or what to do or how to have a real impact. And that's when I tried to open up the pledge to other builders and really everyone and make it very easy. So what we did is we started OneTreePledge.org, which is a 100% nonprofit, and partnered with other nonprofits to do exactly that. And the whole goal was to make this very easy for someone that's not in the horticulture space. For myself being a builder, I want to do good, but I want to focus my energy on building while also supporting our, helping to support our net zero offsets. So through this partnership, we're able to plant trees for $1 per tree on federally protected land. So you start doing the math, running the numbers. This is such an inexpensive, beneficial way to do something to make meaningful change and to help. Me personally, 
I made a commitment to plant one tree for every square foot of new homes that I'm building or a minimum of 5,000 trees per project. And on our website, I broke down, I have a carbon math section that helps break down what the trees help to sequester versus what these homes ultimately produce in greenhouse gases from electrification and utilizing the homes. Wow. Is this something that the builder offers to the customer or the builder volunteers? What kind of engagement are you getting? You said everyone, but who's really engaging so far? So right now, I have a few builders that I'm talking to. Myself, there's been another builder that signed up. So it's really the builders are doing this. Some builders are offering it to their clients as a way. And I put the pledge out there and we have many people that have done it for themselves just because their builder didn't know about it or at the time that they built a home, they weren't aware of what they could do. But now making it as easy as clicking a few buttons to helping to get to net zero, we have several people taking part in One Tree Pledge. And you don't necessarily have to be a builder in the process of building a home. It's your care, your concern for the topic. That's the carbon offset. Absolutely. I mean, this is one of the things that we're doing. It's something simple, easy that everyone could take advantage of. And that's really what the goal of One Tree Pledge is, is to make this super easy for people that want to do something but aren't sure how to have real impact. How did you get connected with ResNet? So why are we talking today in the Res Talk? ResNet is a great organization. Right on the first thing that you go to their page, their mission is to make energy use of all homes transparent and driving the residential energy sector towards net zero. So ResNet and my mission are almost in complete alignment where we're trying to reduce greenhouse gases through utilizing the homes. One of the biggest ways is with the HERS index. So as you build tighter houses, you're reducing your energy consumption and reducing your greenhouse gas emissions. So ResNet contacted us and we thought it was a great idea to do a collaboration just because our missions are completely in in alignment with the same goals. So ResNet was just celebrating their three millionth home, which is an incredible feat. So we're kicking around some ideas and thought it would be great to try to get some of the ResNet people and people that do some of the home ratings as well as builders to create a campaign to help sequester 3 million pounds of carbon annually in celebration of their 3 millionth home. And we're able to do that with the goal of planting 300,000 trees. Wow. And is there a projected timeframe for that goal? Under a year. We're going to do that and much more in under a year. Is there a special website for people that want to reach One Tree Pledge within sort of ResNet, this topic area? So we actually are in the process of creating it. I know we're going to have a special landing page, but you could also go to onetreepledge.org. And it's a very simple, user-friendly website that click of a few buttons and you're off to planting trees and taking the pledge. You sound like the kind of builder I'd like to have because you do your research. You described here all these paths that you went down, but all this knowledge you gained, has that affected your lifestyle personally, your family's lifestyle in any way? Absolutely. This pandemic really brought a lot of things to the forefront. So right off the bat, not wanting to contribute to greenhouse gas emissions, I went completely vegan. So did my wife and my kids are on a modified vegan diet, still eating some eggs and cheese here and there, but we're living our life the way I see I want to live my life with being a good steward to our environment. I don't want to get too far into how bad the agricultural industry is for our planet. That's 
probably a talk for another day, but I've done several things, but changing my lifestyle to completely vegan is one of the bigger changes I've done over the last year. I like the way you portrayed that. And also even just going back to the very beginning of the conversation, you had this visual portrayal of the changes in the skies, the canals in Venice, the nature flourishing. So it's very visual and emotive. And this is a great way to engage people like that. And I've looked at your website and it does a similar kind of thing. It really tries to draw you in with the mood that it attracts. Are you doing anything else to raise awareness with this One Tree Pledge? Am I doing anything to raise awareness? Yeah. Any more media communications or? Yeah. So we've done several. So we've created many social media channels with One Tree Pledge. I've done a couple other interviews and podcasts. We've been interviewed by Builder Magazine, as well as a couple other publications in the construction industry. So I'm trying to do my part and raise awareness. And anyone that wants to talk to me about what we're doing and why we're doing it, I'm always taking the opportunity to tell people my thoughts and hopefully I'll rub off on a couple people. They'll rub off on a couple people and we'll start to make some real change. Yeah. Real grassroots, tree roots in this case, pardon the pun. This seems to be very future focused. Are there other aspects of your construction, your home building that are future focused? Maybe just take a little bit of a turn into what kind of systems are you want to talk about some of the systems you're installing or modes of construction, things that may be a little bit different and harmonize with this discussion? So we're doing a number of things, some current, some future looking. One of the big things that's very easy to do is to make tighter building envelopes, use ResNet and have your homes rated so you could ensure minimal heat loss, which reduces, again, electric and natural gas consumption. Some very simple things that people do that probably aren't, you don't even realize it is moving thermostats to like the Nest system. That's one of the thermostats that learns your behaviors, but by doing so, you're also reducing HVAC consumption by, I think it's 12 to 16% on average. We're using the highest rated Energy Star appliances. We're trying to switch over to 100% sustainable materials on every aspect of construction. On some jobs, we're looking at power generation through solar and wind turbines. We've also registered in community solar projects to make sure that all the electricity that we're gaining on our job sites and our homes once they're built are being sourced by 100% clean energy. And I'm also in talks with companies for some future-looking stuff, as well as adapting carbon capture in the residential space where it could be done in a home and that's some years out. And we're also looking at creating some more sustainable maintenance-free type products by using recycled waste. And again, this is a little bit of a longer term, but I'm looking at every aspect of the building industry and trying to figure out how to make our industry a leader in sustainable building. Do you have a website for your building, for your company? My company is called Zyman Development, my last name, Zyman, followed by development.com. And you guys could easily check out my website, see the homes that we're building and how our homes take advantage of the natural landscape. And there's a lot of little idiosyncrasies in what we do with trying to make southern facing, minimal heating, lots of overhanging porches, reducing solar gains in the summer, tight building envelopes, tankless hot water heaters highest rated energy star appliances, tight building envelopes. And this is the low hanging fruit right now. So I think the longer term stuff is really where we're going to be making much more meaningful impact. And until we get to that point, 
what we're doing is figuring out the greenhouse gas emissions from our reduced buildings and helping to completely offset those through the uses of planting trees. So something appeared to the my technical nature is this, you mentioned the carbon math calculator. Can you give us a little bit more of an explanation of what that is? Well, first I audited all of my homes, which was pretty easy to do because all we're doing is taking our electric and natural gas bills over the course of a year and doing those over many homes. And then we're able to extrapolate the greenhouse gas emissions that we're producing. In my particular homes, I'm producing approximately one to one and three quarters tons of CO2 per thousand square feet. Per year. Per year, which is, believe it or not, it sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot compared to what the averages are. So then I went on multiple government websites to figure out the amount of electric and natural gas usage for the average home. Now, the average home in a country is significantly older, built a lot less sustainable, most of them probably are not using ResNet or the HERS index, so you have a lot more heat loss, a lot more electric usage per square foot, a lot more HVAC usage per square foot. So we took the averages of those to figure out what the greenhouse gas emissions are, and we broke that out on our website, and we realized that by still planting one tree for every square foot of even the average home, that we're still able to help mitigate the greenhouse gas emissions from that. So what I mean by that is the average home, let's just say it's 2,300 square feet in Oklahoma. That homeowner by planting 2,350 trees will help to negate all the greenhouse gases produced from utilizing that home. In this journey, which it doesn't sound like it's been all that long, just over a year now, from where it started to where you are now, what have you found surprising or eye-opening? I guess the first thing I found was how easy it is to make meaningful impact. Once you start to do research, there's so many tools available. For me, it was to, I started with greenhouse gases because that's the buzzword and that a lot of people talk about and wanting to help offset it and get to net zero, which is another term we all thought about. So in doing so, I was first very focused on the analytics, the math section. And I realized, again, it was very easy to do. And that's why I started doing it. As I did more research, I realized that this is really a time of opportunity where there's so many ideas and so much technology and so many avenues to make real change. It's just a matter of taking the action. So it was kind of uplifting to notice all the things that I could do as a builder, I could do as a husband, father with my family and kids. So I started taking those actions. And the other thing that was surprising is that when I talk about this with people, people get really excited and say, like, Why, well, how do I get involved or how do I do that? So it's really just providing people with the information on how to do something meaningful. People want to. They just don't know how. So I think it's just partly educating people and giving them an avenue to do something. And that's why I'm here talking to you and why I started One Tree Pledge. And that's part of my goal. Perfect. That's a great summary. Do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners of the podcast? I would tell everyone this has been an interesting year for us all. People at ResNed that help do the HERS rating, obviously they know about tight building envelopes and reducing emissions. And I just want to tell everyone to make it easy. And we're trying to help you make it easy. So please plant trees. This is 
definitely one of the tools we have to combat climate change. It's not the end-all be-all answer where there's many steps that we're going to have to do, but this is easy, it's practical, and we could do it today. So I would ask you to please help join the cause, do something for future generations, and align your interests with what you're currently doing with ResNet and HERS. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. So OneTreePledge.org, listeners. This is Michael Zyman from Zyman Development Corporation, ZymanDevelopment.com. If you want to learn more about him or the OneTreePledge.org, please go to those websites. I want to thank you again for coming on ResTalk today, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ResTalk podcast. If you're a pro in the building market, surf on over to resnet.us forward slash professional to learn more or to join the email list. You can always find ResNet on Facebook or Twitter. Here's a quote for today by Aldo Leopold. Conservation is a state of harmony between men and the land. If you're a consumer and want to learn more about the benefits of home energy rating, cruise on over to resnet.us. If you're a professional, it's resnet.us forward slash professional. If you've not subscribed, please consider subscribing to the podcast. And as always, thank you for listening to Res Talk. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Res Talk podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spone and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for ResTalk. If you are willing, a review on iTunes or the podcast app will help others find the show and would be very much appreciated. We look forward to talking again soon on ResTalk. Talk.